Can you get a little closer to that mic? No! Or just turn your input up. I'll turn my life around if I want to. Uh, what is it about the way that I'm speaking that makes my words impossible to hear for anybody? I think you just need to... It enunciate? may just be that mic. No. You think I need to enunciate? Because no. I was go. trained to project. I think you just need to get up on it, you know? All right. Or, I was trained to swallow the mic. Either way. I was trained to swallow the mic. That's how vocalists are trained. Yeah. They mm-hmm. put it... They, what they probably what they do yeah. in vocal school That's right. is they say, kid, open up. Hey, kid, open <laughs> up. First day of class. The teacher... Hey, they're all sitting in the auditorium. He goes... Hey kid. Hey kid, open, hey, open, open wide. Up. First lesson. <laughs> open wide. Let me yeah, just this down. Jam it. Because um, you can't hear many people don't know. Yeah. Are when we're producing song. Yes. Those are frequencies you can't actually hear. You would so have to be vocalists. like an angel to hear yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So all vocalists really, it's a little known fact, mm-hmm. have uh Small microphones. Your throat mics. Their throat. Yep. Yeah. I was assuming maybe that in the day one of vocal class, when yeah. they throw the mic in your mouth, mm-hmm. part and part of this, I think, is also that you do have to catch it. Like they're not gonna like walk up to you. No, with the that's mic. right. He they goes, throw it overhand, he and goes, you get open, open up, up, and it goes and, and, <laughs> and then it breaks your teeth. That's right. And it stays there for the the first week. I remember because I went to we both went to Columbia, That's and there right, are vocal yeah. majors around in the yeah. music center and stuff. Yeah, and a lot um, of a lot so of, first week, a lot of microphones dangling. You know, yeah, you could see and people, all the vocal majors, yeah, guns. bleeding, crying uh, throughout the halls. And yeah. then second week, you know, it's a, it's like magical. They all yeah, see. They they're all like, sing the whole time. Yeah, because that the what people don't you know a lot of people get offended right away and they say, yeah. oh, how dare you throw this mic and. Oh you oh and, oh we're gonna cancel you yeah because uh, you vocal because majors you, hashtag cancel <laughs> because you threw a mic into my son's teeth because mm-hmm. you thought that his velvety voice would use uh, I don't know a little amplification yeah <laughs> well I can't believe that and then if they stick around long enough mm. you know which most people don't because they can't don't. take it they hurts find, them too bad yeah it hurts they don't have good dental plans yeah um but those who do stick around they get their teeth fixed up and they realize second week wow feels he was right feels better he was right what did he say he said if you stick around long enough second week second week it'll become normal your uh jaw will heal yeah your teeth will grow right back your teeth grow around the cable that's right yeah well locks it in that's big second week that's actually first first jury is is getting the cable down there Oh, yeah. Yes. Ugh. Well, it's welcome. It's welcome to Sond Time, the return. It's Wednesday. The magic. No. It's Wednesday. Hey, kids, it's Wednesday, October 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to your new program, Dad. And now I'm really paranoid because, like, waveforms keep disappearing. Uh-oh. Well, maybe I'm gonna get this up to be scrubbed out of the episode. You can tell me what you wish. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Oops, technical problem. Alex has got scrubbed out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just turning buttons. I wasn't trained in this. I don't know why our engineers can't step in and do something. 
This is your team. Uh, I don't know what they're here for. No, it's they're counting. Okay. This. Let me explain something to you, Perry. And this, I think, is going to help you a lot to understand what they're doing in okay. there. Yeah, because it does um, not look like anything that I've ever even seen a human do. Andrew counts his vintage coins every day. Let me just, explain uh, Real so quick, sorry, spell that for me. Oh, his name? Yeah. O-N-D-R U with umlaut. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Andrew. Yeah. Um, let me explain something, Perry. If you have a collection as valuable as he does, um, there's no time for discrepancies. There's no time for miscounts or losing one to the maid or losing one in the dusting process. Okay, okay. But I would say, uh, um, you know, that's maybe a hobby that uh, Andrew could set aside yeah. when they're here to do their job, which is well, assuming to record. I would challenge you to record a podcast if you were worried, if you were fretting about your coins. Okay. I'm sure that when he's done counting, he will help us with the waveforms. Right. How long does that usually take? I mean, that's, that's like a lot of coins. Well, that's luckily, uh, luckily, Liso, our other engineer, yeah. is here too and um, is helping Andrew count the coins. Okay. So hopefully it should get done maybe 30 five minutes 36 all right i'm not sure he's okay. flashing hand signals at me which is yeah. like we, he has this whole system with me yeah. but i didn't bother to learn the signals okay so that's on you yeah so there's to multiple totally. errors totally. going on here yeah andrew should have counted andrew the coins later andrew 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 andrew, andrew. He's there's looking. no d no, there's a D. There's no D. It's a soft D. Liso? Liso. Liso. Yeah, it's L-E-E-S-O-H. Maybe you should have counted the coins faster. Uh, Alex. What? Um, Maybe you should have just had more general oh, control. God damn. I'm schedule. Alex man. Alex I am man. Alex man. And it is I am me, Alex man. the person I that's am Alex sitting man. in front of you trying to introduce themselves. You know what? I'm going to just let you do it. I don't even... What? I'm not even threatened by your introduction. I think you should just you do it. let me introduce me? Yeah, I think you... Well, why not? Hey! Hey! Why not? Hey! Hey! Pe Perry. Perry Cowder... Oh, oops. I... What? Are I, you fucking kidding that me? That was kind of a... It, we could cut that back if you want to... You don't realize how much of a moment that was about to be for me. And I can't believe that... I, to so be honest, I saw, that, I saw that you were having a little bit of a moment, and I thought, what a whole can of worms I've opened it's up here. It's just a constant game with you. Yeah. And I'm not playing. It's a lot of fun, Perry. Maybe fun for one person. It's like, you're you're the pinball player, I'm the little bouncy uh, oh, but that's that a great journey. Around. Remember when you get caught up in the thing that bounces you around so much that you don't go back down for a while? Yeah, that's how I feel right now. And that scores right me a now. bunch of points, let me tell you what. Okay, so you get the points, I'm just your pawn in this world of coins. It's called a pong. Okay. Ping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pinball wizard, baby. You're just, yeah. you know what, the football game is only fun for the winning team, but they still both play. <laughs> But it's not Maybe like... Maybe try winning the game next time, Perry. I don't think the ball can win... 
Okay, that is a little spooky for October 1st, all right? Well, it's I'm getting into only the, October I my, 1st. I have my Halloween advent calendar. Okay. Today is spider, tomorrow is witchcraft. I'm still in my autumnal celebration. I'm not willing to oh. steep into this yet. Well, it's going to need to steep. Um, what were we just talking about? I think how we you were talking constantly about my, let me down. I think we were talking about my uh, my silly engineers. Yes. And I just want to go in there and ruffle their, their hair and kiss their eyelids. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but you were complaining about them. These are also... <laughs> we should say, these are preteens. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I understand they're probably cheaper... Um, I mean, to call them preteens, Perry, honestly, is a little bit misleading of you. They are seven and eight. Okay. These so are my what? These are my nieces. My my nep my niece and nephew. This they is my niece and nephew. Okay. So they haven't even entered the terrible teens no. yet. Oh. Yeah. That's why they have to count these coins while they may. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna. May. I'm not gonna. I know when I hit 13, oh boy, did oh, I stop boy. counting well, coins yeah, like I mean, nobody's well, business. Yeah, I mean, geez. I like, couldn't even be bothered to count the nickels in my very pocket. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. I never, <laughs> never again did I. I mean, I when my 13th, for my bar mitzvah, I was paid in nickels. And, you know, one of the best parts about having a bar mitzvah is that you do get paid. That's right. It's a very high-paying gig. My rabbi chose to pay me in nickels. <laughs> yes. Which I thought was weird. Yeah. But five is a... It's Five is an unimportant number in the Hebrew Bible, and yeah. we didn't want to use $20 bills because that could be a combination of four, which is a holy number. That seems... Uh... Unfortunate for you, my rabbi, of course, paid me in uh, $1 bills. It's just a nice, you know, solid, yeah. solid oh, one. Yeah. I actually number. love ones. Yeah. Um, well, it's too bad that they had to um, lie, essentially, about how much they were actually giving. I mean, a lot of nickels looks like a lot of money, but uh, a oh, lot yeah. of dollars is a lot of money. Well, luckily, they, I mean, it was sort of a treat for me because I was a coin counting enthusiast, as most kids are. That's, yeah, that's right. And um, what I love to do is just grab them. I grab a fistful of nickels. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is you're counting out, you know, 20 nickels, mm -hmm. put them in a pile, that's a dollar. Yeah. And you keep going, another 20 nickels, it's, and it just goes, the time just flies. It flies. Mm. Yeah. But it flies faster when you're counting ones and, uh, you know, thinking yeah, about all Yeah, because then you're just like... That's fun. And all the treats I can buy. Mm -hmm. Scrolling with your thumb through these fucking ones. That's right. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I only that have. Was, that was my life a little later on when I hit my big, big fortune. Your big break. It just shows that you know different upbringings. No, I got some ones. Your rabbi paid you in nickels. My rabbi paid yeah, me. Yeah, we had different rabbis. I also love that a bar mitzvah is the rabbi paid. <laughs> the rabbi, the rabbi's like, look, we need entertainment. We gotta get some kids on the stage reading from the book. They don't want to see me do it every week. <laughs> We gotta mix it up, okay? Get some other talent in here. Yeah. Or do you want to hear the same Meshuggah yeah. sermon? Yeah. <laughs> no, you want to hear me talk about how um, the grape branch is like war in Iraq. Oh, is that what you did? Yes. That's good. 
Well, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, did, as long as it related to your uh, Torah portion. Yeah. I um, think I maybe I maybe gleaned the opposite information oh, really? that I was supposed to. I think if it's I was anything, saying don't do grape stuff, and God right. is actually saying do the grape thing. Yeah. Oh, so he is saying war in Iraq. God is saying you need to do war in Iraq in this portion. I'm pretty wow. sure. I'm pretty sure that God is like you need to do war in Iraq, and then um, the Israelites are like the nation of France or something. Oh. Where they're like I don't know, and then God is like the big U.S. of A. and is like this is called freedom fries. It's like that, except these people get, I think they either get swallowed up by a hole in the earth, or, and maybe both, or they are cut off. It's like the one generation of the Israelites, and they're like, God's like, your kids can go on and go to Israel, but you guys have to, like, stay and, like, die in the desert or something. Sorry. Oh, wow. Because they were scared, because they cried, because they were like... Um, cause God was like, you need, we need to take the land from these people. And, um, the Israelites were like, they're giants and they've lived there for centuries. And he's and like, why are you scared? Our ass. And he's like, why are you so scared? Oh, you don't have faith in me? <laughs> That's fucked up. You're God. like emotionally abusing me right now. Old you Testament, guys. God really is like a jerk. He's like, the, he's all of our like abusive dad. To me, it's kind of like the jock in high school oh, that no, would shove me in the locker. God is the jock. And then say, you know, why why are you nervous to go to fourth period? Are you, yeah. you know? And I would say, because they're all, they're all much bigger than me. Right. Everyone. Fourth period kids. And he would say, shove me in the locker and say, get fucked. Man up. Yeah. Spend another 30 years out in the desert. Right. Playground. Anyway, I was going to say that I think you misinterpreting. Cafeteria. What? Go ahead. Land milk and honey, that's cafeteria. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I guess so, because the milk boxes. and honey. Um, milk comes in cartons. Yeah, what kids. is the good. recess, then? I, I guess can, that's pretty... Yeah, that's, that is that's, the, um, that's that's a Rumspringer. Eh. Rumspringer. No, Rumspringer is an Amish thing. Yeah! <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's Andrew's... I didn't... Re- that's the signal. I've heard it before. He's done counting the coins. All right. <laughs> can you come over and help... The mics now, please. He is trying to figure out how to get out of this booth now. Yeah, and it's honestly adorable. Oh. I don't want to stop. He's put all the coins in piles in He's front of the door. Piles. Um. So um, I don't know. That's they're He's not, uh, created his own problem. The piles are not only to count them, by the way, Perry, but they're also sorting them from oldest to newest. So he's really a smart kid. Okay. He just can't do like everything, and. I think that's okay. Well, I just don't understand why you would put the new piles by the door where they're inevitably going to get scratched. Doesn't seem so smart. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, Andrew. Okay. You want to go back uh, there and tell him that? Uh, uh, I can. Let's, you let's move on. Okay. Um, you were going to tell me about... Believe me, we'll have words before this day is through. I mean, I think that we're going to have notes for Andrew. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's obvious. But, yeah. like, that's part of the process, and I don't think that you need to, like act like you're taking so much pleasure in, like, his downfall. I think the listeners like a little behind-the-scenes info of what's going on, though. Yeah, they want to know how much you fucking hate this child. Um, well, let's just say this. If a child rises to the occasion... Yeah. Uh, great for them. Um, True. Yeah. I mean, Liso, doing their job, great. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's an admirable job, but they are counting the coins... Getting it going, you know? No. 
Makes her hands all smelly. Yeah, well, she has to handle the old coins. The old coins, yes. Yeah. Anywho, I was going to say, I think... You're going to give me accolades on my speech. Your speech about... Your misinterpretation of your... uh, War in Iraq. The the Torah portion is, I think, only indicative of, like, every seventh grader, like, has one thing they really want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about War in Iraq. No, at least for me, it was somehow, like, relating my Torah portion to, like, the 60s. Like, I was really obsessed with, like... Whoa! A a line in my uh, speech that rings in my head to this day (laughs) is, like, so embarrassing... It was like, the 60s were not just a time of pot and acid. Dope. And I remember saying that in the congregation and someone like, laughed that loud. Someone laughed? That's not funny, guys. <laughs> it's pretty That's funny. That's not funny, guys. To, me to hear a 13-year-old like, saying pot and acid? Yeah. This kid could be stepping outside and doing these That's things. That's true. Is anything funny about that? Uh. <laughs> no. Um. So it's been a while. Yeah, Sondheim re- Sondheim we, the hello reboot. again reboot. Hello Sondheim. again. Um, it has been such a fruitful time. Yeah, you are succeeding still. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Baby. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So yes, and I'm We're and coming yes. up in the world. And yes, yes. and um, <laughs> one best part of it for me is the new clothes. Okay. Um, yeah. What I have been doing recently is just buying all new clothes every week and throwing out the old ones. Okay. Fresh out every week. Throwing out in the garbage. I do not have a washing machine. Okay. <laughs> in my house, there's no room for it because of the cars and the coins and the kids. Um, the, they mm. are my nieces and nephews, Perry. Don't make that face at me. I'm talking about Andrew and Lisa. Yeah. It's, it's, they, run, they need space to run around. Your priorities are... All shifted. I'll, I'll say that. I don't understand. Like, this is child logic that you would have a bunch of coins and oh. not a laundry machine. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let me just let me just think like a young child with my life ahead of me instead of an adult who is going to die sooner. Well, uh, yeah, someone who has lived and maybe experienced. Oh. oh, let me think about a fresh, like a fresh mind instead of a crusty old one covered in gunk. A, a, a seasoned uh Oh, dusty. Oh, let me just um get dusty. Yeah, you're right, Perry. Yeah, let's try that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know why you're laughing. I think it's a. I will just throw the clothes away and get new ones. And sometimes I like to play a game where I see if I can get more expensive ones than the last time. And what I will do is just pay in ones, and that's fun because it takes a very long time. They say, uh, I like to buy, I say I like to buy this blouse. They say that blouse will be 4,000, and I say... Where are you going? That's sore. Yeah, I get it. I get it. This is upper echelon. It's cheap blouse. Cheap blouse. Well, I don't really have a concept. Like, people ask me, what, hey, um, uh, what's a bottle of water cost? I say... I don't know, one mil, you know. So I don't really know. Well, you walk around with a check, a, a blank check yeah, on I your have chest, a blank, right? Just like the boy. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember the boy from the movie? What? Come on, Perry. Oh, the boy. Yeah, the blank check. That's what true. are you talking about? All right. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, blank check. Give me a break. 
picture. That's you. That's your life Yes. Now. Oh, but opposite. But, I'm the adult who gives it to the boy. Andrew is blank check boy. Okay. And that's I bought him his coins. And that's the coins. That's the coins. But people see you walk into the store. They know you. They know your face, obviously. They know I have at least like 100 blank checks yeah. with $1 million, and they're so ready these, with a bottle of water. So these Goodwill people are, are they're trying to up the prices, right? I, I mean, I don't want to expose this to you, but are they, is this a scam they're pulling on I don't know. Okay. That's obviously of no concern to you. But if other if under a million I will use my ones to pay for it and I was buying this blouse, it was four thousand, and I said, Let me break out my ones. And that is fun for me because I get to just be like on the counter, slam, 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 slam. And then I'm like, oh, I, I missed, I don't, I'm, was this 23 or 24? Start over again. And oh, this will yeah. take all day. And right. they have to just wait on me because yeah. I am probably the only customer they're going to have all day. Well, that one blouse is basically equal to all their sales for the day. Yeah. I don't know if you it's, realize this. Yeah. It's pretty much all they have there. Yeah. Um, and, and this is a store that, I mean, I don't go shopping in public stores. When I want to go shopping, I have my team set up a little store experience for me. So this is not a open to the public store. This is set up for me. That's right. They they construct an entirely new business for you yeah. every, every and time. They, you and yeah, and it has like a brand. And yeah. It has a, a logo. This is just the. I mean, my listeners can hear no doubt the you know the excesses of you know new money. Oh, someone who would say, you know, we want a fresh mind, you know, fresh clothes every day. Oh. Younger attitude, you know, whereas, you know, old, someone from uh, a vast family, uh, generations of wealth would know more cautiously how to spend their money and, uh, yeah. you know, know the value of a dollar well, and not to carry them around oh, so flagrantly. Oh, you hoard your dollars. Hoard, hoard them. Of course. This is, you are course the kind I hoard of my person dollars. that Bernie is... Warning us about. Is that so? On his campaign. Yeah. Um, and I do, you know, they say the average donations, small money. That was all me. Different donations with my ones. This, do you want to be saying this right now? I hope he's, I wish you the best, Bernie. Woo! <laughs> You're saying. <laughs> I represent him. Every, oh, wow. You've really climbed to heights that yeah, I yeah. did not know. No, you I'm a big capable. dog now, <laughs> and I'm talking to I'm talking to the guy from Uzbekistan. So you're playing all the courts. Yeah, I'm, t I'm in Malaysia. Okay, those are two big courts so I'm far. I'm in Guatemala, and I'm in Turkey. In terms of artistic pursuits, are you, it's nil now. You're just entirely money. You walk around with Sometimes these children, people and people say that. Uh, <laughs> playing a little game called Life is an art in and of itself. Sometimes people do. Yeah. I'm an author. You're an author, okay. Well, I mean, it's... Of my own journey. Fair. Yeah. And aren't we all? So, what have you been doing, Perry? Well, I mean... I hardly pay attention. Sometimes I come in here and uh, I've, I've been through some trouble. And it's it's yeah. troubling just to see your rapid ascent. Uh, and to see my <laughs> rapid descent over the weeks. Yeah. But none the sure. more, Alex. None the more? Because as you know, uh, I've now gotten on a new team. Very exciting oh. new venture. You, of course, uh, have not seen me in a while, so no. I understand, uh, you try know, to obviously the fallout. Yeah. You try to look away. Stay away if you can. Yeah. 
Listeners don't know that we do this podcast back to back. We do, yeah. Alex refuses to look at me. Well, it makes me stare at his nieces and nephews. I have a curated, I have a curated vision. You do at all times of what I'm seeing, and I don't need it to be like switched up on me willy nilly. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at this beautiful painting of a boat, and I feel calm. Yeah, and wherever I go, it stays in front of me. It's an elaborate, rigged <laughs> system like a harness that is <laughs> over your whole body. I don't see how that could be comfortable. The doctors but... say that it is putting a little bit of strain. Yeah. And I'm getting some of these knots, some of these you know uh, strap knots yeah. from the straps and strap knots. Um, doctors say it could be causing some of my headaches and some of my night terrors. Yeah. But, but a mental calm is really what you're Yeah. Doing. And this boat, I mean, I haven't oh. seen it. You won't let me look at it, but... No, it is... it is Part of it is that it's so... It's just like the size of my face, and it's right up to it. Yeah, right. But it's deep. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a like concave a tube, over yeah. your face. It's like VR. Yeah. But the, the harness is what's so heavy. Of course, yeah. But it, there's so many like parts, so it, that it locks in place, so that you're constantly in this realm of comfort. Yeah, if it starts like jiggling or something, yeah, then I'm gonna basically feel like the illusion is broken, and I'm gonna want to start crying. Okay. And that needs to be avoided. Yeah. I cannot start crying. And it's so close to your face, the tears may damage. Yeah, I the could thinking. drown. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. Imagine that death. Imagine uh, that death. I would not want to be like that. Well, I guess this is to be expected from someone who literally has their people buy a store. <laughs> to... You just cater your own reality. That's I very cater nice. My own reality? The rest of us have to work for our uh, our passion. For our parents' big bucks. And uh, Ooh, choo, 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 choo. well, money is one thing, Alex. But to surround yourself with, uh, you know, boats, a, a, a dedicated team, a. Um, a, uh, well, yes, boats are one way of looking at it, mm -hmm. but, you know, for me, I'm more about the art currently. Okay. And well, it so just so the... happens to be a, you know, successful endeavor that I was part of with the Jurassic Park musical, of course. Oh, so you're branching off from your past failures and you're getting big successes. Well, you know, these, here's what happened, okay? All right. Lay you know, these, down. You know, these cast parties... It was closing night for Jurassic Park musical. Okay. Obviously. Some tears in the air. Some people tears were in the air. tipsy. Some anger. A lot of people angry that the oh, Velociraptor robots were, became sentient and we had the clothes. Oh, yeah. Of course. You bitterness. Know, bitterness. Um, but also a lot of just open hearts. A lot of people being like, hey, I don't, rec I don't see what... I never saw what you did. You're the, you're the fly operator. Vulnerability. And you're the... Of course. And... Getting in touch with those we didn't get to before. Um, like you, like... Like me. Like Eddie the Mop Kid. Eddie the Mop Kid. Uh, Barry the Sweeper. Yes, John, he works... There was the a big fight that night between the them. The Slop somebody. Sink Operator. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's a big fight between Barry the Sweeper and who? Yeah, and uh, the, the Mop Kid. Oh, boy. They were like, who swept well, the Well, it was every night with them. Actually, you know, I should say it was a... Fight every night. They're and trying to sweep and mop at the same time. You can't sweep up water. It has that's to be right. in a certain order. And the big heartfelt uh, part of this calf party, of course, when they came together and realized, look, we're not so different after all. Oh, um, they do both sweep and mop. That's right. And there were tears, and that was the big emotional moment of the night. Um, however, well, I wasn't there. For me, it was the little action 
the little action I had <laughs> with a little guy named uh, uh, initials SS. Oh. Mr. Steven. Sondheim. No, Mr. Steven Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. And uh, he was a little tipsy, as you know, people are wont to do. Yeah, on, it's the uh, cast party. Cast he's party. getting. I mean, and he, like, yeah. He. I mean, I won't share my stories, but he's kind of a nut. You've seen. You've seen some things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen his Willie. Is whoa, SS Willie. I've seen his Willie. His wedding. I've seen his Willie. His Willie. <laughs> seen as a Willie. <laughs> Sent as a dangle wood. a William. Dangle a William. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I. He was a little bit tipsy. Yeah. We, you know, you may have seen all these things. Yeah. I saw some stuff as well. But we also came to a understanding. Finally got my name. Ooh. He said, you know, you're, you know, we love the work, the copying that you did for us. We'd love to have you on the next venture. Of course, this got me excited. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Yeah, what's the next SS movie? Well, play, show, musical. Jurassic Park obviously started a trend uh, in Broadway that we are now seeing um, with this most recent announcement. You know, let's just franchise it all. Franchise, franchise, franchise. 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 So we're in collaboration with Disney now Ooh. to do the first Ooh. Star Wars musical. Oh, boy. It's true. Oh, boy. It's and what's true. your job on this? Copyist. Oh! So I'm working with one closely working with one JW, Mr. John Williams. Oh my That's god. That's correct. You yeah, are copying JW's so. crap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lets you copy his crap? Well, strangely enough that you phrase it that way, because many people don't know this, and maybe I shouldn't even say this, but how he composes his action... Oh, let me give it a whirl. Okay. He write... Well, uh, let me try it again. Okay, yeah, try it again? Just, yeah, just relax. John Williams is a composer who... Ro oh, Perry, just take a deep breath. Just relax. <sighs> you got this. You got this. <sighs> it sounds good. It's sounding good today. John Williams is a writer uh -huh. of a musical. Right. Mm. And what did he do before? Okay, here it goes. John Williams? Yeah. I'm just nervous. That's the big thing. Because well, people don't know this. Opportunities. He shits on the page. I knew it because of my things, but <laughs> yes, he does shit okay, on the so page. So you already know this, obviously. So I knew this, but as his copyist, you have to literally interpret his crap. That's right. Well, you know, he he told me he's come <laughs> a long way. Yeah. So I'm experiencing the best side of him. He used to when he did the Star Wars theme, the original one. His, um, his copyist then. Famous. Yeah. Oh, Perry, that's really... Oh, it's like you've been listening to it night and day. I know. Well, it's, he plays it in his limo every day. Oh, God. Every morning when I pick him up. Oh, drive me crazy. Um, I woke up to... Yeah. Yeah, it's iconic. I can't uh, get tired of it, honestly, because, I mean, I'm I sitting next like, to a man who wrote yeah, it. Yeah, and, like, you get, honestly, when I hear those sounds, I'm, like, picturing 
the lasers of Jarman Gens. Yeah. And who is he shooting at? Handy Sons. Handy Sons. And this guy is pissed. And by the way, Handy Sons shot first, okay? Handy Sons shot first. Yeah. And he um he looks at the camera and he says, I would never kiss a girl. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, right. what a rugged bad boy. Famous, uh, you know, is uh, truly a model for the incel community. Yeah. He's love shy. Yeah, he's love shy. Um, he doesn't believe that they deserve it. He doesn't. He doesn't. Anyway. He thinks he is above their sexual market value. <laughs> All women. That's right. Um, so, working on this show, and uh, yeah, I basically... When he wrote that original theme. Da ba da 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 Basically, he just, you know, a big plopper right on the... Right on the page. And that's why it's so raucous and iconic and, like, big. And basically, that was the copyist rifling through it. Now he's become a little more refined. He basically... Defecates into, uh, to put it sensitively, a tube, oh. and uh, it gets neatly harnessed into pens, which I then okay am able to use. So are you like basically composing just using his shit pens? Okay, it's ink derived from his defecation. But uh, you're writing it. You're using uh, sure, it. Sure, sure. So it should be your name on the marquee. Um, we we discussed that. Discuss you discussed this? Spielberg. I mean, briefly. Cowdery. This was at Williams the party, so it was kind of like, yeah, 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 okay. We'll yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Steve was like, oh, Perry, let me put you with the name of my brother, John. That's right. <laughs> That's how he talks when he gets high on hell. <laughs> yeah. Um... Boy, you really know him. You really oh, know that. That's like, he, yeah. I told you I saw him. He calls him. all of his collaborators brother. He calls all his yeah. collaborators brother. He calls alcohol hell, and mm-hmm. he refers to it as the only drug. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And he'll, he'll, when he's a little tipsy, he'll say, oh, I'm high on hell. <laughs> the only drug there is. The only drug there is. Boy, you really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So that's basically it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a smash hit, whether or not the critics love it. No kidding. Come to see that that delicious IP. Yeah. Oh well. Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to love it. Yeah. What stories are they doing in this? Um. Well, the Handy Sons obviously is going to make an appearance. Is he going to talk about the about not never kissing a girl? <sighs> Here's the thing. We, you know, 2019. We gotta. We need him to kiss a girl. We gotta have him be the romantic lead, and people aren't going to like it. It's yeah, all people are going that's not my handy sons. We already are getting posts on Facebook oh, vicious attacks. Oh, precious snowflake handy sons loves to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit of a reformation. I can't say whether I'm here for it or yeah. uh, you know against it, um, because that's not my job. Your my job just is simply copyist. Yes, shit squirting out a pen. That's your job. That's right. Riots yeah. in the streets, online forums. Not your job. Yeah, not my job. Um, but it does need to be cleaned up a little bit, yeah. And then the, the poop? Yeah, the, well, yeah. And that's what the Mop Boy 
Oh boy. Together. I've never understood mop logic. Cause that's, no, that's, I don't get it either. Yeah. It seems so dirty. People seem to just be like, yeah, that's the mop bucket. Like, yeah, it's dirty. It's filled with dirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> the mop, mop is black with dirt. <laughs> But oh, that's the thing, like all mops Let's are drag it on the floor. Yeah, and it's like, you know, there's quite a bit of shit coming out of these pens. Anyway, oh, it's okay. not exactly like, you know, your normal ink fizz. Well, it depends on his diet, I would things. assume. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, some chunkiness in it. He's yeah. not, he's not, he doesn't have the system he had before. Where he was dictating what he ate, corn dogs, John tampons. William's asshole is not the same, that's all I'm going to say. Moving on. It's going to be a great success. I know it. Mm. Despite... No kidding! PC bullshit. Uh, sorry. Okay. Anyway. You're taking a side here. We'll have to edit that out. Okay. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Oh. Is a musical about... Humping. Humping. Oh, Andreo. Oh, he's this. He's finished his second count. <laughs> Andrew. So disruptive. Uh, I, the boy is happy. I don't know what to say to you, Perry. He loves his coins. As long as he loves his coins. I, I don't know. I think as long as he loves them, that's what I say, too. Keep them clean, love them. Bizarre. bizarre uh, don't spit on game. him. I'll spit on whoever I want in the studio. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Andrew. I don't care who you're talking about. <laughs> No, Perry, of course, you can spit wherever you want. Before, I tried to spit on some of the old ones, and he went, well, no! Well, that's Andrew. Yeah. I don't... He's gonna say that. And he... Because he, I tell him don't spit on them. And so right. he's probably just trying to uphold my values, which honestly is very cute. Well, it's cute to you, obviously, uh, you know, making these little Hitlers. Um, I got a little me, Alex on my hand. Yeah. But uh, me is a little scary. Well... You are... You're Hitler, so... Go ahead. That was the beginning? No. Which part? That was when that we was, were listening uh, from That was Story before. of My Life. Oh, so boy. I we don't know any of the fucking song names. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's... Uh, the cast recording, it's, it's you know, old school style. They'll, they'll pair... Uh, like yeah, that's true. Actually, I do know slashes. some of the song names. Um, it's really hard to, like... The show is honestly kind of a blur. Yeah. Is it not? It's hard to, like, yeah. come back through it. Even the night of, I was having trouble remembering some of the plots. Yeah. Well, it also moves, you know, very fast. It lives to well, confuse you. I think that's partly, you know, what we're going to get into. It's the, like, the connective tissue of the show itself makes it that way. Like, yeah. The, like... I don't know, I guess they'll just spoil probably both of our takes, but, you know, the fact that it doesn't really lead up to anything, it's yeah. basically, like, just these vignettes, which in themselves contain... It's just vignettes. ...contain interesting things, like each individual one, but to me, they don't add up together, despite the fact that they're all, like, different characters who, like, then branch into each other. It's all different characters. Yeah. And I think that maybe they, like... In this cast, and again, I'm, like, really stupid. Well, I did know for sure some of the people were playing the same characters. I couldn't really tell. Sometimes I would be like, maybe that's the same person as before, or maybe there's two people in this cast who kind of look like tall white guy. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> um, yeah. I, I first didn't recognize um, 
Do you have the program, by the way? Oh, fuck. 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 Uh, it's in my other pants. Anyway, <laughs> it's in your pants. Wow. Yeah. Um, hey, like, it's no. A, it's a sex music. I was getting in, in, the, in the spirit. <laughs> I was making love to the program. That's right. Maybe. I should tell the listeners that as soon as the curtain went down and the, the lustful ascending chordal uh-huh. thing started, Alex immediately shoved the program down their pants. Yeah. I went into this musical basically just being like who's gonna bust first <laughs> and it was me one was yeah um, i mean is there uh no there's not i was trying to think if there was an orgasm in every scene but there's not there was but like there almost one one in the first scene it was just like kind of it was just kind of gross it was <laughs> I, I would describe so like i was thinking about how do you describe to people because people are going to say, oh, sex musical. They, did they have sex on stage? Of course They can't not. get naked. No. No, they didn't get naked. They just kind of humped. Yeah. So it was like that. Right. It was like just watching a bunch of kids hump on stage. Yeah. And some people are very excited by that. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. Honestly, the more and more I see other theater, the more I think back to Sleep No More and how it probably, like, tainted my live rendering like how i process like something in front of me yeah i i think a better way to describe that would probably be i'm like desensitized a little bit yeah to the point where like there's so much weird shit happening in that musical like in sleep no more yeah and like nudity you know right um well this is like i think that's what i was getting at when we were talking about the other night where i was like 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 these theater people think they're being very very edgy and nasty but it's like (laughs) you guys like it's the people are just like kind of humping yeah or they're just like referencing the fact that they have had sex yeah well i think it depends on the show like if um in bridges like oh is there boy jerks off in bridges no there's not because that is needed in most musicals these days about an affair so there is like i think it's more like that feeling like uh, like if you're looking to elicit like the feeling of like tenderness or like sexual like intimacy with another person be it loving or in the first scene where it's like just this one-off thing. I think the content of the music and how it's framed has a lot to do with how successful it is. Yeah. Because Bridges is all about this one affair that is happening. So like when it happens, like there's a scene that starts the second act, I'm pretty sure, and they're like in bed together. Mm. And so like even the idea of someone like holding another person to me is intimate and elicits a better response than like you know, half pants down. Like, oh my, yeah, it was, okay, like... <laughs> so it just depends, is what the short way of putting that. I don't know. Oh, For me, it, anyway. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, it was so Alex stupid. Alex literally said to me after, like, I think I'm too much of a prude for I this think musical. I'm too posh. It's, I'm like, dude, Well, like... Oh, is it that you're do posh we, or prudish, or is it that, like, it should be realistic? Or it should be... I, it's just, like, it to me, it's... I feel personally insulted because <laughs> I feel like they think that I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't necessarily like care that much. Like, you could have not shown some of it. Yeah. And theatrically, it would have been fine. But it's sort of like, I have a feeling of I'm too prude for this also sometimes when I watch HBO. Because oh. they're like, it'll just be you know, like Netflix where they're just like, oh, there's like... 11 more boobs than usual because we can show it. We can, yeah. And it just, it's not that I'm like, 
I will not look at boobs. It's just like it seems gratuitous. It's yeah. and I'm not like I'm not like offended. Yeah. It's just like I feel like you're doing it for stupid reasons, which is to like get horny moms and dads to watch it who don't want to like look up porn. Yeah, I think there is a lot in the theater and basically the show Full Monty is entirely this of like the <laughs> anticipation of like Ooh, it's some naughtiness. Are we gonna see the naughty yeah, thing? Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't know. I just ooh, the show. Ooh, it's raunchy. Yeah, when you said fucking grandmas go and watch <laughs> like their granddaughter pretend to give head to ooh. a guy. It's weird. <laughs> and on that level, it's weird. Uh, I think that was like one big level for it, sure. Yeah, that level is is bizarre. Grandma I think and grandpa were there at the show. I knew when you're talking about sure. HBO. I just like flashback to Midsummer and how like. We see Dongle in that movie. Yeah, but, but it's, it's so weird. It's weird, and it's meant to be, like, jarring. Like, yeah. Went, especially, like, obviously we see boobs in the sex scene, but the Dongle is effective because it's, like, he's running out. He's, like, embarrassed. He's, yeah. like, confused, and it's, like, it's meant to elicit a, a response of, like, confusion. So, well, for, for me, that was, like, dramatically effective to have that. You're not supposed to, or maybe even allowed to be turned on during the <laughs> scenes in Midsummer. Right. Because um, it's like horror sequences. Yeah. But the, needless to say, that's not... I don't think that's what's happening here. The I think that there was no nudity in the show. True. I think I would say it was just basically mostly humping. Yeah. And like, just like a few too many pretend orgasms, I think. <laughs> I think, honestly, and I, I want to... I should have prefaced this before, but I was thinking about how like especially with most of these shows that we're going to see for free and in like the echelon of level of theater that I'm with, like I will most of the time only be like quote unquote reviewing this from the point of like looking at the show itself. Like, yeah, totally. So that being said, I think I'm, you know, again, I'm just speaking more like uh, dramatically or about like the content of what the actors had to portray. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that we'll get more into it, but like just quick, quick aside, I think that, we both were, like, totally blown away by everybody yeah. in the cast and, and in the pit. Yeah. It, was, it sounded fucking awesome. Yeah. And so that being said, like, I think the music, especially, um, you know, shout out Jeremy Ramey, music director, and all the people in that pit, Carlos, Kat, Simeon, the guy I don't know who else, Dan, I think his name is. Trumpet guy. Tr- uh, uh, trumpet, horn, or, trombone. Horn guy. Was he playing trombone? What was he playing? I think he was playing Reeds. He's playing Reeves? Um, or Wins. Why did we call him Horn Guy then? When did? I don't know. You were calling him Horn Guy all night. You Horn Guy? You were saying Horn oh, Guy. A saxophone is a horn. I guess. It's got a horn whatever they, shape. Whatever. Yeah, they all got bells. Anyway, they did a great job, and I think the music can, um, uh, I think the music in this show does a better job of, um, you know, revealing or... Il, uh, il, illustrating those moments than the actual content totally. of the scene does, and it's almost like you know I think back to you know Kurt Kurt Vile or whatever mm-hmm. how like music mu- the struggle between music and lyrics same similar thing maybe between like music and the actual like staging or uh, you know the, um, text of the show or like the what's actually in the show yeah I think music does a much better job than the contents of the scene itself. Well, something I really noticed partway through is that um, I would I was having a problem because um, look, it's a little high. That's usually the case for these musicals. But for this time, I was really enjoying the music to a degree that 
is the most I've enjoyed it in live lately. Oh, so, yeah. Except for like Into the Woods, I guess. Yeah. Because it's the boy. But um, <laughs> I was I was jamming to it, and yeah. I was having a problem of I would be like, ooh, listen that, listen to that tape. Ooh, they are going. Ooh, yeah. the band is hot. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would kind of be into it, and then I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot to remember like what's happening with the characters. Yeah, yeah. And that would happen more and more, and I think that. Like, that is a problem, and it can mm-hmm. still be the composer's fault. I'm not saying it necessarily was in this yeah. situation, but I think that, like, composers have to... Like, Sondheim says it himself, music is so fantastic, it's, yeah. like, easy to distract. Yeah, 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 that's, that's true. And uh, Carlos and uh, Jeremy were telling me after this is, like, this guy's younger stuff. Uh-huh. So that kind of comes through and speaks to what you're saying. Like, it's very, like, yeah, let's see what I can do. And I don't think either the material itself doesn't rise to that or yeah. or it's being dwarfed like you're saying by the intenseness of the music totally because um, I was having a similar thing I think there were definitely scenes that I was again not because of the actors but because of the material more in- inherently interested in and I like wanted to lean in and like see what was happening but honestly the senator like I and the again, senator nothing to do with both who, of the, the who is the senator <laughs> Was she was she Democrat? What's she doing? This laws? Um, I was say again. York? It had nothing to do with the actors, but that song to me like does not work, especially at that point in the show. It seems like what are they talking about? I don't know. Let's listen. <laughs> I could be an actor in the White House. Um, I could be. What is it called? Should, can, okay, what can, people still don't maybe know know what the show is. Oh yeah. So it's okay. I was gonna say it's. I think we've said it's just vignettes. Yeah. If I had to sum up what I would assume that the writers of this show pitch to their fucking backers, if that's even a thing anymore, mm-hmm. um, is okay. It's just vignettes. The characters, like you know, how company is just vignettes. Right. It's like that, but the characters do not return, like they yeah. do in company. Like, there's not. Well, a... one does the Leocadia character, who's meant. I guess to be like the tying. Force. She's like a ghost. She's okay. like sex elemental or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, she's some, but it's so ham fisted. I was thinking about it. Oh really, my god! Like, why yeah. does she not appear more throughout? Like it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like she appears at the beginning and end, and it's like, oh yeah, remember that person who was in the beginning and so, was basically a real character. Now she's gonna come back again. I don't know. She... Is it meant to, like, say, like, through time, but then peer back towards her? I, I, I don't know. So, it's also... So, it's just vignettes, it's humping, and it's <laughs> also... It's how many people can we hump on stage, and it's also... Um, uh, over decades. Yeah. The 20th century. Time. 20th yeah. century review. There's a few decades that they didn't... Oh, my fucking... Andre. See? You I see what I mean? I love you. But oh, okay. I love you, dude. But you gotta try not to make that noise so much during our podcast. I get that your third count was just as successful. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe turn it on silent. I don't know. It. I think it's gonna happen again. I don't feel like. Oh god. Um. But. Sorry, well, what was I saying? Shit. Shit. This fucking brat. Oh, Andrew. Anyway. Um. The oh people, all decades not all were covered, but they all were. Here we have Titanic. Here we have nineteen hundred. Yeah, it's fucking. It, it was the sixties, twenties, forties, sixties. Yeah, pre World War. They're doing one. every other. Sixty, seventy, and then probably like 
They're, yeah. They weren't really doing 70s. They're doing every other. They're doing <laughs> 1900, 1920, 1940, 1960, right. 1980. That's it. That's true. Wait, but didn't they have a 70s one? Uh, or was that, like, I guess of. that could have been the 80s one. Regardless, uh, I guess it goes up. Oh, where he was, like, with the film director? That was kind of a 70s one. Yeah. Um... I guess so. It, it was all so like meaningless. You know, part of me. So this is from the '93. Uh huh. So that would be like you know modern day to the musical at that time. Yeah. I'm not saying it would be modern day to the '90s, um, because you know, as I always say, like musical content, just because of probably how long it takes to like get together is like already so far behind the time. Yeah. By the time the thing comes out. Um. So it kind of shows, like, I almost think there are probably shows or just, like, media in general that have come out since then that maybe, like, touch on this kind of thing better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I can even think of anything, but, like... Well, I just want to say, like, the whole, like, decades of the 20th century... Right. ...is, like, yeah, like, a musical in 93, I think that, like fucking Gen X and early millennials are obsessed with the decades. Right, yeah. Because um, they thought Y2K's end of history. Yeah. But um, now stuff is just so wild. That yeah. Cares? I don't think anybody cares anymore. Yeah. I think maybe some people, like, a little bit care. They'll be like, yeah, it's like this is a band from the 80s. Yeah. But it's like the same as the 90s or whatever. It's yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, like, what, you know, whatever. It doesn't that's matter. That's very... Pre-Shrek, post-Shrek. That's yeah. what I think of. That, that does seem like a very Gen X thing to yeah. be like... It's every twenty year rule. So yeah. then, like there's you know, they always talk about how like there's so much fifties nostalgia in the eighties. Like yeah. why does it work like that? And it's like not that mind blowing. Yeah, not yeah. I don't know. Just what like, if we stuff. did all the decades is something that is easily done and is done a lot and it's been done. Yeah. And they do it and back to the future and what have you. They love to go around in time and right. say we're playing up like it's other decades. That's fun. Yeah. I get that. Uh-huh. It's fun to play. It's one time when you do a period piece. That can be fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun to jump around. Yeah. What I will say is that the, I didn't feel like I was there in some of these decades. Sometimes, like the 80s one, I felt like I was there because the music and shit. Yeah. And sometimes that, the music was, really helps and on, sometimes it really didn't. Yeah. Sometimes it was confusing. Yeah. Where, oh, I won't do this. <laughs> Why problem, do I do this? The period? problem I'd have is I <laughs> I don't want to, because it will, like, fall on you. That's the only reason. You just need something to touch, I understand. But why do I, why does this happen? Because it's right next to you. Oh, why does it happen? No, but why do I touch it? I can't answer that for you. And this will just be a mystery to our listeners. Um, (laughs) Yeah, hello again. All right, I see you. The pile's about to be done. Just go, just do it. Andrew, don't, oh, Okay. So and again. With, uh, Look at that fucking grin on his face. He's so happy that it's right. And he counts them faster each time, too, which is scaring me. Oh yeah. my god, that was really fast. Yeah. He so, is like, his fans are a blur. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, what else? Um, yeah, so that's a hard thing to do. It's hard to put you there because it's, it's not a movie. Yeah. And, you know, interesting enough, this is a movie, I think. What? I didn't realize that, yeah. Like a movie musical? Because I, I searched... If you search Just Hello Again, 2017... Yeah! Oh, wow. It is a movie from Uh-oh. 2017. Music composed by... Oh, wow. That's Who why they it? did it at the theater, because it's been a Jackson. movie. Cheyenne Jackson. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they did do five shows in a row that have all been movies. Full Monty, Bridges, Hedwig, Hello Again. Grey Gardens, they're doing this here. Anyway, I mean, listen, Great we're living in gardens. the IP universe. Who can blame them? You know? Yeah, well, you're doing Star Wars musicals, so... That's right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is a movie. Um, so, maybe that would help with that, but also... I don't know, It's a, it's a pro- this is a problem child musical. Also, yeah. Because I love small theater, but I think it's hard to do what a movie can do or even like a big set, you know, yeah. you can't move that fucking thing around. Well, it, and it, yeah, it's, the set has like, I was even thinking from the top when I saw that there's like lava lamps on the big platform. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these lava lamps, that's 60s, but sometimes it's going to be 20s. What is yeah. it going to do? And then I saw the disco ball before. Yeah, and they, the answer is these things just sit there, but you don't look at them. Yeah, well, they move them around sometimes to bring it to the centerpiece, like the senator scene, they brought the bushes out. <laughs> Oh, like, sure. This is the fancy room. The bushes, uh, <laughs> yeah. They brought the bushes, uh, HW and W. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't remember what I'm talking about? Though. I don't really remember that. I think, no, I think I There's do. There's like know a plant. Talking. They yeah. brought out two plants and then like a table. Uh, and that um, was one of the longer transitions too, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, that means he's <laughs> encountered a problem. One of his coins is chipped, <laughs> he's yelling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> keep it down, Augusta. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, Freudian slip. Jeez. Uh, just to you see on, where your head's on at. My head all the time. When you get under Perry's skin, they call you Augustus. Yeah, so it's like that. But at the same time, I loved seeing the music and the scenes in a smaller space. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's well, just oh, stuff. he's freaking out. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, what, I like, I was pretty stimulated right away. The first number, I was like, oh, shit, the music's cool. Well, you can tell right away. You could tell right away. Even listening to that, like, let's just listen to a little bit of it. It's a Sondheim-y little intro, I think. It is, and it's just a nice musical motive. It's very, like, start of a show. You know this. But also You will know this chords when it comes back. Well, yeah, it's very... Yeah, that's that's a really good point, because it is, like, an obvious musical motive. It's just, like, this ascending chordal thing. Um, And... But it's like immediately there are like interesting notes too. This one, that, and then it also gets real dissonant for a sec. In a sec. Well, he's all about this. This composer. Yeah. There's a little dissonance. Where's the one I was thinking of? It's a good melody. Yeah. Who me? I don't know. It. I. I, I was thinking of a very particular part, but it just. It, it. I basically already illustrated my point. But yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very pleasant. I like the staging of the opening where they're all everybody's out, out. And they're, they're walking around, and then it kind of like disperses into that one scene. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah, I like the dissolve yeah. quality. I was like, oh, there's dissolves. There's they were, the transitions were good. I just don't know what the show itself again is trying to tell yeah. me with the like cuts to or like massive like like there's a very jarring transition from the Titanic scene to like the seventies scene. I think that is what it is. Yeah. Um, and that. The Titanic scene was so impactful, and then it, it, it and so dark, and then it uh, 
it, the jarringness is that it then like peps up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just don't know what it's, it's beyond like, uh, teasing an audience i don't know what that is supposed to tell us no i think it's like i think it's like um i don't know i think it it just seems like platitudinous like it it seems like the like it seems like they're trying to blow your mind without actually having anything Uh and they want everybody to pretend they know what it's about ah yeah like all everybody's like oh i knew i wonder how this did originally yeah i haven't heard of it Um. (laughs) But I just want to say, the first scene was 1900 soldier. There was a soldier, and there was a lady, and she says, have sex. He's like, you are a sex worker who I respect. He was like, I I respect all sex workers. No, he didn't say that. He said, you have sex with them for free. Because she loves our troops, I think, was the whole gimmick. So the first gimmick of the show was, what if a sex worker loved our troops? And she does it by the river down there. Yeah. And afterwards, he... Oh, I will say, the first sex on stage, it was all gross and nasty, and I hate it all. (laughs) But the first one I thought was cool because they uh, strange men in hats came to hold up the lamppost. And I was like, ooh, why? (laughs) And I like that. Yeah. Um... And then the strange men came back in the film scene, right? I loved... For the impotence scene. Oh, they were there. They were there, and before the impotence scene, I think that's when they came and grabbed the chairs, and it was kind of like a freaky chair dance, and that was dope. Yeah. There was, like, some parts that I was like, yeah, I loved those guys. I wish they were there the whole time. I almost wish it was, like, about (laughs) those guys. Yeah. Well, that's... Men in Black. Very... It conjures something in your subconscious. Oh, yeah, that's true. There was... I... That's the thing I think the show itself maybe is missing. If I can fix it real quick. Oh, yeah. Go um, ahead. Like the, I'll let you take this maybe one. It's just cause I'm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, uh, maybe it's just because I've been, like, obsessed with Cabaret recently. Uh-huh. But, like, it almost needs, like, a... Like, I don't understand why they didn't elevate the Lacadia role. Yeah, to that, right? Like, almost, like, MC level of, like, the person that, like, you know, kind of connects the dots and like you know, yeah exists really through time exists through it was time. two there was only one example to suggest that she might exist through time yeah which is like is just like too ambiguous yeah it was so first time is soldier oh and so one thing i thought this show was gonna be about at first is how yeah that's a good thing to get into um at first i was like okay this show is about how men want to fuck and then women Sometimes do, sometimes it takes them a while, but then afterwards they're like, they go crazy because they're in love and men have to go get a beer. (laughs) That was a lot of the scenes. It was a lot of like, I mean, in this scene, it was a little bit different because she was coming on to him, but then the end of their scene was like, he was like, I gotta go. He like said rude things and he went away and she said, "Uh, this guy's a dick. She hates him and then she realized he stole brooch. Right. And that was mean. Well, I think, again, there are a lot of um, things that this show is pointing towards. Yeah. But not exactly. <laughs> just like, like yeah, just like, like, oh. Like, like there's <laughs> the general thing about toxic masculinity. Without ever, like, anything that you could pull away from it and learn from. Just yeah, kind of no, looking at it. But that's with, like, every theme. And yeah. <laughs> like, a, I, I don't know, um, maybe just because of, like, today's climate, like, a lot of the... 
like again the the Tom scene really got me like that yeah. that was really impactful I think for that reason because it's um, at least like I don't know it, it it touches on those things like especially in the stage staging when they're interacting but at the same time I don't know that it like with anything in this show points to a, a concrete so no I mean if anything it was just like when you have dumb husband you will want to have an affair yeah and I don't know maybe I struggle with this like this is not a thing with theater that I have grasped yet but like people are obsessed with carousel I tried to watch 10 oh minutes my, of that oh me musical. I had the same experience and I was like, and I was like why dude get this, the fuck I, out this shit sucks man I don't even man. care like if this could I don't see how it could like I watched literally the first 20 yeah. minutes and I was like how could this even be like are we supposed to like learn from this? No, I saw there was a very there was a gruff man. Yeah, and then there was another. There was two girls, and one was like, "You're a strange one, let's, okay. Sally Crumpet," let's, let's, and I was like, "No, no, <laughs> Julie Jordan." Alex. Oh my god, let's not go into okay, it now. Yeah, we'll but have it's, a whole it's just episode. like a general thing that I'm confused by with theater, because which is a problem. People talk about it. It's like, are we supposed to learn? What's the lesson? Yeah. What's the lesson? But is it meant to just? create dialogue is that an okay thing i think it has to do with the material like yeah. obviously i think this show does a good job of creating a bunch of scenarios but it doesn't yeah. like i don't know because it creates it's so a confu- handful of scenarios for sure enough to confuse me yeah but not i was a little bit too confused to be offended like on all counts yeah that's the thing it was not succinct enough to then be like okay this is the general theme like if i had to go home like, what conversations were these supposed to elicit? Like, yeah, it wasn't succinct enough to disagree with. It was with. like, okay, we could talk about, uh, you know, PTSD, and then we could talk yeah. about, um, uh, you know, anxiety, and then impotence, uh, but, like, what overall, like, is this beyond, like, a bunch of scenarios? Um, well, that's the th- hard thing, is that sometimes it would have, like, a moment of clarity where I was like, oh, I do get this, and then other times it would be like something that I, th- I wasn't on board with what I was saying. And so it was like, is this supposed to be making an example yeah. of the characters in like a Brechtian way where you're supposed to, you know, like be like, oh, shame on these characters. I know better or whatever. Right. Um, or is it supposed to be like um, ringing true with your human uh, realities? And you're like, oh, it's so honest. This is just like me. Yeah. It's like the fact that it never distinguishes is like problematic for me because it seems like it. on one hand it could be like, uh, you know, teaching a lesson about toxic masculinity and showing like showing bad men as an example, but I feel like it could also just as easily, just like with chorus line where they're showing this like toxic shit, it could it could easily be read by some as like, well, damn, like that's life, you know, like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, he's a shithole director, but hey, at least he hired yeah those those half of them and yeah they all got the same I mean, he's end. a genius or it's like right. oh well that's just love yeah um, um yeah in the same degree i think you know you show all this toxic masculinity and then like the scene after you showed just like basically male fantasy yeah and the woman in that scene the nurse scene we were talking about it the other night like i don't know what that I want to try to see if I can remember every scene. Not, I don't need them to be in order, but like in general, I wonder if I because there's okay. ten. I know there's ten. Okay, okay. So soldier, soldier, he's there. It's earlier times. Yeah. Um, I and, will correct. I'll, I'll follow along. And... Oh, you have it. Yeah. Great. 
So soldier's there, and then and she's first couple of soldier with mustache, and he is fucking the lamppost yes. lady by the <laughs> river. Yeah, and Leocadia. Leocadia, and um, then maybe like his friend or something. We remember her from the beginning. It's a nurse. Yeah, and also army guy. They looked at each other. They and, looked at each other. And, I think they said hey first. And Leocadia was like, "You're gonna go have, fuck the nurse." Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And then he did. Was that the same guy? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Like, did he take off his mustache? I think it was. He took off his stash. I think so. he took off his hat. Oh god. I think. I think so. So another soldier and a nurse. I think this is also yeah. old times, uh, yeah. for sure. And they are. Um, he is saying this is also a song. This is the the Yiddish song. Yeah. Jazz comes out. Yeah. They're on the stairs. They're singing. They're sounding pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um. He, they're everybody's dancing, and he is. Um, this is this. The point of this scene is, soldier wants to fuck. Yeah. He says he needs to get his itch scratched. He's like, when I gotta scratch my itch, the itch I got is scratchable by you alone. <laughs> um, and he talks like that for a while, and she's like, no, I don't want to. Or she's like running away, or yeah. it just it kind of just that's how I remember it. I kind of just have an image of her like fleeing around the yeah. stage and him like chasing around. And then at a certain point, he just, like, had a panic attack. Yeah. He got all worked up and, like, started crying. And she was like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, honey. Right. And then and then they had sex. Which is kind of toxic masculinity. I mean, you know, that's, that's you know, uh, it's gaslighting to a certain extent. or like. Well, that whole scene was just like, oh, I, I feel like I saw something so traumatic happen yeah, on yeah. stage. But it was never, like, dealt with. They didn't clean it up. They just, yeah. like, like, dropped this fucking load of, like, terrible shit on us. Yeah. So they have sex, and then he is, like, a total asshole to her afterwards, and she is, like, very upset, but it's kind of like... Well, he's... The reason why I say it's toxic masculinity is because he's using his excuse of, like, I'm going to war, right? I have to, like, party it up. Who cares if I, like, go get with another girl? Like, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that as compared to... But that's the thing, like... I don't know, it's just confusing. Like, the through line doesn't make sense because then the nurse transfers over because then it's the nurse with the college boy. Is that the same actress? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, oh, so I like, see what they're doing. She, they're doing a little improv, freeze tag. I get, Yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit like that. Yeah, every scene to scene is like kind of like, freeze. One, yeah, yeah, one now guy. I'll be one the guy nurse stays. in this scene and you be the horny college boy. So it's like... She was upset that she didn't have a more intimate relationship with this she soldier. Was, she was like, I'm trying to be your girlfriend, and yeah. she was being crazy, oh, and she was freaking out is, and being crazy. And he was like, I need to go have a beer with the boys, dude. He literally was like that. Okay, is that why the nurse in the next scene sings the song about if I met you I in another met life? I it's another life. You would be, okay, so, okay, she I would think... Be, yeah, I, no, I don't that, get it. I don't get you it. You don't get it? It raises more questions. <laughs> why would this boy be so nice in some other life? Is That's right, he's kind of an also asshole. suck? Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> He's just being like, come have sex with me. Yeah, so that's also... that. What, the other thing we touched on with that is that that is like a... supposed to be like a seduction song, partly. But like from Jump Street, College Boy is like down to fuck. Yeah, like well, it was. I feel like that was like the gimmick was like... I mean, even this actor did a really good job of seeming horny yeah. right away. Yeah, but the material, again, it's like... You know, I don't understand why you can 
you can't jump. I don't know. That's that seems uh, incongruous to me that you. would Okay, maybe so, it's just a playful thing. So second know, scene, so, soldier like, nurse, and then she play. cries in the rain. He goes has yeah. a beer. Yeah. Then it's this um, fucking college boy in the sixties. He's watching on TV. It has Vietnam. Yeah. They say Viet- Vietnam is now, and he switches it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and then he's like, hmm, and he calls for his nurse. Uh, the theme of this scene is that there's this boy in his like bed, and he has a sprained ankle or something, and yeah. he has a live-at-home nurse. His family's out. He's a college student, by he's the way. He's a college student. And when the scene started, I was a little like, what age is this boy? Yeah, wait, right? <laughs> it seemed fu- it just like all seemed like really weird. Yeah. I mean, it all just seems really weird. Mm-hmm. But so, this... We see, I guess the... So, we see this boy who's like, I kind of want to fuck my nurse. And I guess the twist is that she's like down... And he's like, oh, I never thought she'd be down for, like, a second. But then he's like, ah, but this is cool. <laughs> and then they do, and then um, and then it's confusing about what happened. But she's like, I'm dead inside, so you... Um, yeah. This is a cool song. I should have met you. This... Yeah, some stings. God, the first half of the show is gold. And yeah. it really falls off to me. That's one thing I just had to get out, like... This was at least fun to watch. Yeah. And there was good comedy bits. Even though it was fucking toilet humor, it at least is like... Yeah. It is known recognizable humor. Yeah, yeah. It, like, made sense. Yeah, even if it is incongruous that he is horny and then not down or, like, nervous about mom finding, it was at least funny. Yeah. Him, like the reluctant, like nerdy kid, is yeah. a funny trope. It was funny, especially that actor. That actor did a great job of like playing into that. Okay, let's jump to the part where. So obviously she just came. They do it, and then that's a cool thing. The notes. Yeah, the score is like surprising. That's what I like about that's. I don't know. It's the sound of surprise. It know? is, yeah. Like when she did that, I was like, "Oh, what's going on? Oh, it's a chromatic thing." Yeah. I'm like engaged. I'm like leading. Oh, into it does that. lead you on. So that's much- the thing is, that I, it pulls you along. It yeah. Was, it was well to a certain point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Until the ship crashes. That's- okay, so what's she say after this? Or is this the end of it? Where's the dark part? Isn't she like... Oh, here. Oh, no, that's him. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. He what might I... not be needing a nurse. What is he saying? She's... Oh, she leaves him tied oh, up because... he's trying to ask it's... her out. Okay, he's saying, be my real life, yeah, GF. Yeah. And she's like, no, I will only fuck you as the nurse. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then what is the next scene? Does it get transferred to the movie theater at that time? College Boy and the Young Wife, yes. It's Blowjob Song. Blowjob Blow Song. Impotence Song. Yeah, that was funny. Which that is was like... weird. Yeah. I didn't really like watching him get blown... And the um, whole point of this, yeah, it's like, it's I don't know. I guess it's a study on impotence, and then that's it's a study. But yeah. it mostly just rang as like, 
I will is, say this... it was funny when all the men said impotence because I wasn't expecting. Oh yeah, them yeah, to. no, that and was... that's pretty much it for me. When that moment happened, I laughed in the same way that in Gypsy, I laugh when they all come out and go broad. Yeah, it's just like oh, oh, yeah. oh, this is happening. Yeah, 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 that's like one trick musical theater has. It's like you can. You can always use the gimmick of like, oh, everybody you but du- didn't think everyone was going to say. Yeah, you, well, you can double down on how ridiculous it is inherently. Yeah. Um, so. So horny college boys with the wife of the fair. Like they're watching movie and she loves him or she wants him and he can't get it up because she likes him. But then. So they have to argue. For they have to, to be argue. Hard. And then she has to be like, "Don't worry, I'm really good at blowjobs." That's what she says. And I don't know. <laughs> but they were like, let's do it. Let's meet in the movie theaters so that we can do blowjobs. Yes. Because that's just the best plan. Yeah. And then it's, uh, <laughs> I forget how that scene ends. Um, oh. She, well, she's very happy because um, she got to give a blowjay, which yeah. is always a great day. Always. And then she's pissed that it's on the floor, though, because it's crazy stuff down there. Right. And then do they... And we're supposed to think, I think we're supposed to be like, ah, oh, gosh, um, men are dirty or something. I don't uh... know. Um, she goes, and then he says that he's going to have a boner forever. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, um, he... He says, isn't the sting to the go scene? Yeah, that's how the scene ends. <laughs> I thought that was a like pretty weak line, but because <laughs> it's also just like I yeah I don't it's know like, I feel uh... like you I feel like you lose like the like um a funny like the the funny thing about all the men singing impotence is because it's just like that is something that usually doesn't happen in movie sex scenes is that like the guy can't get it up yeah. So there was like, oh, it's like the shocking realism. But then after, like, no one has ever had a boner forever. Yeah, also the freshness of, like, acknowledging what is happening and so blatantly a lyric is is the funny thing to me. And yeah. And the line doesn't come close to that at the end yeah, of the Yeah, it's, it's like a, the last joke being the worst yeah, sketch, like, eh, sketch right, problem. You tied it up, okay. You, but you bust out the quick, the best joke, like, halfway through the sketch, and then the rest of it is just like, okay. Yeah clean it up and then we get the husband no we get the young wife and the husband oh that's tom yeah which is probably the my favorite scene um i think he watches opera yeah he wants to go to the opera he's obsessed with opera this is a longer one when i watched this i was like this guy's me because i would be wanting to get to the first act too right Anyway, yeah, the the Tom song's really good. He's not very romantic. Yeah. She's like, why can't we, like, talk to each other? And he's like, no, we need to yeah. go to opera. I, I said this to you already, but I liked the staging of him taking all her, putting all the jewelry on her. Yeah. And, and then I think she takes it off later. I don't know. And he that. was saying very, like, I, I, they... I did feel I got um, a vibe from this scene. I was like, "This is like midsummer level tapping into like um, man guilt type yeah. shit." Where it's like he was like saying like the perfectly irritating things right. that everybody in the audience was just like fuming at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like I kind of respect when they can when they can do that. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, then so she's like, "Let's not go to the opera because it's time to have sex." 
And then during the sex, she pauses it, says, I want to have a fair once in the park. I know that guy's name, right. but I don't remember my husband's name because right. he is so dumb. Yeah. And that's fun. That's right. And then... After that is the husband and the young thing. The fuck is the young thing? That's the Titanic scene. Oh. Yeah. So that was also cool. Oh, because it was kind of like... I, before I knew it was Titanic, I was like, oh, maybe this guy's so distant from his wife because he's gay. Right. Because I thought maybe it was same husband, same wife. Yeah. But not Titanic. And he also had the same, basically, the same problems with that Opera. guy as he, well, uh, he had the same problems at his wife that he had at the young guy. Yeah. So he was trying to be like, what could you be? He was trying to, like, save him or something. Or, like, yeah. think, I don't know, think that he knows best for this kid he was the same character for sure yeah oh no i guess that was the point i don't know i think so but Um, anyway they did titanic and that really pissed me off and that pretty much distanced me from the rest of the show i was fuming yeah and i just in my head i said to myself i have one request of any any piece of media that i see only request is that you don't do titanic i bet someone could do titanic and it would be cool probably not i mean (laughs) it's just like James Cameron already did Titanic, and it was so dumb. Um, and the ship crash was really cool in real life, guys. <laughs> you can't equal it. Like, basically, the gimmick was like, so James Cameron innovated. Oh, oh, which came first? Oh, I was thinking about this. I think Titanic came out in 91, I'm going to say. Well, then that's even more reprehensible, because that just came out. Like, now it's, like, Oh, 1987. Wow, yeah. Titanic. Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 Uh-huh. No. Perry, are you okay? No. Perry. No. Perry, are you okay? Titanic 97. (gasps) What? Yeah, so this came out first. So... Wait, so this was the first Titanic? No, no, no. There's probably other Titanic things. Okay, people did know about the ship crash. I think so. Yeah. I think I'm mostly mad at James Cameron. <laughs> I just wish people wouldn't do it. I'm going to be honest, I fully don't understand that. Like, the more... I, I think I was a little upset about it, but... I think it does... Uh, it does the purpose of elevating the stakes of the scene. And to me, the reveal is a little ham-fisted, but I liked what it did for the dramaticness of what was going on and I thought it added the fact that that happened and then the character the the husband toxic mask guy um the fact that he has like a little freak out and he's like I'm not gonna tell him about this and then yeah. he sings that song the beautiful music or the music is beautiful or whatever there's a fun anxiety attack yeah well there's a couple different layers so we James Cameron famously did this but it was I guess done here first which is that what if <laughs> People was having sex on Titanic. Right. Like, even when it crashed, maybe. Yeah. I don't think they were doing that in James Cameron. They did it earlier. But I don't remember the film also. I know they did it in a car. They did it in a car on the ship. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Very unrealistic. And the famous... Yes, the famously hand a hand comes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> famously a hand comes. Famously a hand comes, and I think there is a boob. I think you're right. Yeah, and they sing on the bow. He draws boob. Yeah. Um, I know I remember because I saw it when I they were like, warning child, there will be boob. But oh. I think, we think you can handle boob. Uh-oh. 
because it's important for you to see the ship. You gotta see it at some point. You no, gotta see that ship. You gotta see the shipwreck. Yeah. Those people died. It's an important part of history. Yeah, which also is cooler in real life than in the movie. Oh. <laughs> this is, um, yeah. Uh, so I have Titanic issues, obviously. You like Titanic. I like the shipwreck. Yeah. I do. It's fun. Yeah. But watch it sink online. They have computer <laughs> animations of it. When those fucking like when those fucking steam funnels fall, man. But metaphorically, it can you imagine to you? being on board that thing, man? <laughs> that would have been fucking cool. Yeah, you would have probably slid somewhere. Oh, you would have slid, bro. <laughs> you would have been sliding, all right. But the you know what people associate. Ooh, with imagine the, it. The me- <laughs> So if I get if I start to imagine, I'm just gonna get too many goosebumps to continue. <laughs> yeah. Think about the stars above. The stars of. Yeah, in the middle of the ocean, the stars look beautiful. And yeah, and, and you have to meanwhile die. Meanwhile, you're dying. Meanwhile, you are. But dying. isn't that appeal to you the the idea of stakes, somewhat whatever they may be? Yeah, that's the point. But that's the point of Titanic is that it crashed and it was stupid little cruise ship that crashed. It, the, the, you know, human folly that doesn't appeal to you, the... Oh, it appeals. Yeah. It appeals. I just think it's so... It's such a powerful thing. Yeah. That, like, to see it used, like, I don't know. It's like... um I don't know. Yeah. I... It's like... It's not the same thing, like... What like what if there, there was, like... I guess it's not the same thing because there hasn't been as many movies or it's different. But what if there was, like... Like the office, and then it turns out their office was not in nine eleven building. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, what? I think it speaks a little bit to uh, like. Um, Sorry, I just think I had a really good idea, but what about those for now? Wow, it's next it, musical. Contact the people who do the office. It's not been a lot of nine eleven musicals yet. Uh, not been a lot of office musicals. Oh. There probably have been a few, like, terrible ones done on the community theater. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh... What was I saying? What were we talking about? West so, 9-11. Yeah, uh, so I think that speaks a little to, like, the the trope or the use of media that is, like, it's this decade, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Mad Men, but that's essentially, like, the whole show. I, that's oh. why you may not like it, because it's, like... It uses every, like, um, you know, dramatic event within the, the 50s and 60s that these characters can then, like, play within. Like, they're like, oh, we have to leave work because Kennedy got shot or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so it adds we to, like, all waiting for that. the tension of the scene. And to me, that's a little, maybe, um, it's like relying on just, like, a known quantity uh, for dramatic device um and i think the whole show kind of does that like you could say yeah. the same thing about like the war like oh yeah i don't know well yeah the, the vietnam being on tv yeah the vietnam and, or even like the stakes of like uh and in 80s it's time for settlers <laughs> <laughs> okay let's jump to that um well shit well what's well, well there's more there's more. uh well titanic okay i just i like i have to go on a little bit more about the titanic thing <laughs> just a little bit so it was what if people had sex on Titanic? Also, what if gay stuff happened on Titanic? This guy is probably gay without telling his wife, I bet. Yeah. And his whole thing was that he went down to the lower class places to go oh, have right, yeah. a gay time. But, <clears throat> so there's a rich and poor thing going on 
which I thought they maybe copied from Titanic the movie with James Cameron, but they obviously didn't. So I guess that was always something people were thinking Another about. Straight, uh, poor, rich thing. But it still is. I think the class thing is like a huge part of the Titanic lore yeah. because of the because of how it was. Yeah. Um, but so there's that. It didn't to me. I didn't assume they were on Titanic at first. It shifted from this guy from the opera. I don't know what decade opera guy was. Mm. Him and his wife. I think it was the same guy. I think that was... I don't know. You think that was also, like, the past? Yeah. And then he went on later to go on Titanic? I think so. Because he did say his wife's name. Wasn't it the same name? I think it was the same name. And he's also, like, you know, super into classical music, and he said the cellos were flat. Yeah. It's just a stupid operetta. Yeah, right. Um, And then, but his wife, he heard his wife getting on, like, wouldn't get on the lifeboats without him. Right. Um... But why would that character do that? Wait, the light... Which... Remember he hears her being like, I won't get on without my husband! Oh, I think that was another person. Oh. I think that was meant to be like, the stakes are increasing. Because that was when, like, he hadn't told them that that was happening yet, right? Yeah. And then he starts being like, oh, what's going on? So, we see the husband guy, he's whining and dining a young thing, and... It's, like, businessman and, like, young, poor gay kid, and they're talking. And then the kid goes to the bathroom, and this guy comes on, and, like, this guy in, like, a... No one else has really been, like, looking that period. Right. And then this guy in, like, a full, like, old-timey sailor costume (laughs) and, like, a weird gimmicky British accent came on and was like, Sir, we're on Titanic! We're go- we struck a bit of ice. We're taking our water fast. We don't have fine, much time. It was a fine British accent. Yeah, I know. It's fine. But <laughs> but also, you just could've... it was just like so much. It was like, I feel like the whole thing could have just been like different, could have been toned down. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they said that they were going down fast and I was like, ugh, they never would have said that on Titanic. It's <laughs> a terrible way to say it. But what he would they comes... Well, I don't... It's weird that the guy came down to, like, the third class to, like, find this rich guy and tell him um, that it was happening. Yeah. No, well, that's what I mean by ham-fisted. Is... The way they loaded the lifeboats wasn't quite like that. <laughs> so, um, at that point, I think that, you know, different people would have been... The people who were going to lifeboats already would have known about it. So, for you, if uh, a historical moment is used, it has to be historically accurate... I mean, it's just like okay, like what if um, they I mean, were do- what if they were doing nine eleven music like a nine eleven story yeah. and they're like oh a third plane is coming <laughs> like, you know what I mean like it's just like that is kind of grotesque yeah, yeah now that I think about it that way well it's just um, like it's like we're you went ones. so far as to say it was Titanic <laughs> but like yeah I don't know it's just like it just seemed like annoying it didn't even seem like a Sondheim kind of thing where he's like oh I'm gonna purposely not research it as much because it's going to be like that's going to be part of it the fact that it was titanic seemed irrelevant other than the stakes of it's a shipwreck and he decides to have sex anyway because the point of it is oh you're going to die anyway but then it was kind of mean to the kid to not tell him that it was yeah. shipwreck right yes and and then it was disco it was disco jarring disco well, and what was, was the, the point of that the jarring well we i talked about that a little bit but no i did I mean, like what? yeah that's transition well, it's just jarring. That's what, yeah. The transition I, was cool. I liked the transition. I liked the freak out. It was a freak out moment. 
and then she sings the song over spooky music. Yeah. Good, like, free, weird jazz playing from the pit. Um, and then there's Haze. And then they all come in black suits and take the good staging. They take the table away. They all strip down the table. Yeah. And then it's 80s. It's 70s. 70s. And it's disco. It's disco. And what was the point of that scene? Uh, it was just... Movie the director... Point... I... That's, the okay, so that's care. where it fell off for me. <laughs> yeah, like the Titanic crashed the show. It was like that, <laughs> yeah. that event was just like, it was just like they pulled out too much ridiculous shit and then they couldn't possibly top it. Yeah. Like it was like, they, it like escalated to such a point, every scene was an escalation to some degree and then it was just like the Titanic. Yeah. And then it was like, and then next it's the 70s and like it, this is, it wasn't even like a famous film director that we know. It was like a guy who says he knows Paul Newman, who I don't even know that reference. Right, yeah. Like, uh, I think that played big with the age of the audience. Oh yeah, that's true. They're like, mean? Paul Newman, oh my god. Okay, let's just figure that out. <laughs> he's obviously a writer. I think he's an actor. Paul Leonard Newman was an American actor, film director, producer, and race car driver. The fuck? I'm getting a call from Guatemala. Oh, that is, yeah, that is one of my guys. Oh, really? Well, I already... Don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. answer. Yeah, yeah, that's That's, good. Whoa. Another, yeah, I would not... I need to check in with some people, but you should just hold tight. Oh, am I okay? You shouldn't answer calls. You shouldn't answer calls. Any calls? Um, No. Okay. Well, have you been answering phone calls? I mean, my normal calls I have been until I got a, a threatening number from Guatemala. All right. Well, just don't answer any more calls until I clear some things up. Okay. Are you going to get back to me about that? I need to send Andrew. About? I need to send Andrew to the tel- to the payphone. Andrew, use your use your coins. I don't know. He's shaking oh, his he's head at me like, like, yeah, that. he doesn't yeah. like that. He's there for counting, not for They spending. are for counting to help him count. Okay, he was a guy. I don't know. It's just a... What? Yeah, there's like... They followed the Titanic scene up with like a scene that had no point or reference to very much other than just like, oh yeah, well, it's the 70s and you know because like, remember disco? Well, the... I think, um... Maybe there's a part of me that like expected some colossal dramatic event as big as the Titanic using the... Yeah. The... You know the there was barely even like an the argument. idea of the Titanic. So uh, what they but they so and so if you're going along with cultural references, it's the Titanic big thing, and then Paul Newman, which is like and disco, which Paul is like, Newman, you know, and we don't even know for sure if that really happened. This we just basically get a guy who claims he's a movie director. Yeah, I was a little questioning whether maybe or not he, he wasn't was a movie director. I think maybe he wasn't, or it was like a. Uh, yeah, because, like, why does he have the futon in? Because he's supposed to be a rich guy. Yeah. And he's like, Paul Newman sleeps on the couch because he's an artist. And I'm like, I don't know if that's how he really would do it. Yeah. It, so I think, I don't know. It, um... Could have cut that one, honestly. Well, again, the the last... was already so short. Three scenes. Um, silent movie. Was this in the show? Oh. Definitely not. I shall breathe fire into my new role. This was... No, it was. It was? No, I think this was... No, it was. It was. It was. Say the words out loud. I do... A rewrite. Do, do a little rewrite. Say that you... 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Okay, and yeah, And then he yeah, gave yeah. her cunnilingus on stage. I was like, we've, <laughs> we've gotten we've gotten both fellatio and cunnilingus on stage. Glad yeah. that they're inclusive. So, I think this show just has... Do you, do you want to talk about the rest of it? I mean... So, there was that. Then there was... There was, yeah, the other director. And then there was Senator. We hated Senator. It really just fell off. It was I so stupid. And they were like, yeah, Senator is from Movie Star from before, but now Senator's friend. Yeah. And I don't, I especially didn't get it. it. This was the point where I was like, okay, let's bring it together, maybe. And it just kept going. What if after Titanic they did like an act break and then they came back with some new material? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would even, or even the same material. I feel like it would set it up so that like, you know. You, you get a breather. You get a breather after this, you know, epic After moment. Titanic. It's like it had a stakes issue. Um, yeah, there was no stakes after Titanic. Well... Titanic used up all the stakes. Yeah, it's like I... There were no more stakes after that. Dramatically, it's it should have been put later in the show again. The uh, highest stakes were that this actress, like, didn't like her songs. Yeah. It, it just, I don't know, dramatically it didn't work for me in terms of, like, climax, right? If we had to put this on, like, the old, like, English, you know, English... 11th grade English, you know, line, it would be, like, rising action, rising action, climax, and then, like, you know, not even falling action, it would be, like, okay, a little more exposition. Well, it's not standard story show. Maybe the show was a comment on uh, busting too quick. (laughs) Well, then they should have came out at the end and went impotence. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. I don't know, or uh, whatever, yeah. I don't know. So... And again, those scenes were enjoyable. Like um, that, I, I I didn't remember that that was. In the oh, show. That, that, that was a good song, though. It was a good song, um, and the senator song was performed well. It, it's just the eighties like, transition made me laugh. Yeah, the eighties transition. There was like a kid rocking out on the bed yeah. or something. Um, or like maybe he was in the song. I'm not sure. They did it faster in the yeah. Life. They did it faster, and I I remember hearing this the other night when we were listening back to the, this cast recording original off-Broadway cast recording that this is like the Seinfeld bass. Yes. Before even Seinfeld almost. I think so, yeah. That's fun. God, this this show might have invented culture maybe we are, I think so, yeah. I think we're a little ignorant. Um, so... The Greeks learned. Okay, what else? So the... Too many songs give us a scene... Yeah, that's the other thing. I wanted to see, and I mentioned this to you, but, like, I, going back to a chorus line a little bit, I like that um, the Paul scene is, like, this dramatic monologue. It's not a song after a lot of songs. Um, so structurally, structurally, it works, like, for an evening, to me, anyway, that, like, we've had all these songs, they're all the character songs, and it works, dram- not, yeah, structurally and dramatically that... Um, like the Paul character doesn't just have like a song. It's like yeah. it's a little bit more of a change. Well, I mean, think about a show like Assassins. That's yeah. also a one act. It's also pretty much just vignettes. Yeah. It's also throughout time and is unreal and supernatural in that way. Yeah. Um, but they do long scenes. Yeah. And then they'll have a song, uh-huh. and it's like a little short song. It's the songs are a punctuation. Yeah. I don't think it has to be like that because I do think this guy obviously wants to flex his fucking dialogue songs. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of them were enjoyable, but I just felt like it was too many back to back. 
And I wonder if they if they if they like were scenes, and then he's like, "Oh, I can make that a dialogue." I song. think, so, yeah, maybe. I mean, like it was just vignettes, but also just songs. <laughs> so it was like I can't really find where the book was. Yeah, and I know I hated the book, but I don't know which parts were the book. Right, and you know, the more I think about it, the I guess you could say the dramatic longest, or I don't know. There was the scene where she's talking on the phone to the Leocadia character at the end, the senator, the yeah. actress who played the senator. So I guess you kind of get a little more, it at least, like, there was no, like, mi- musical interspersement. Like, the music stopped at that point. That's, yeah. So, it was barely, like, a three-minute scene. Yeah, but then it just ends. Like, it, it, I don't, I still don't know, like, what happened. Like, she... I was thinking during the senator scene, I was like, is this going to be the last scene of the show? Because that would be weird because this is the scene I'm paying the least attention to. Right. But then it still doesn't wrap up, like, that neatly. It just kind of, like, she calls him, and then Leo Cadia starts singing the song again, basically, right? Yeah, it's just like, well, we have like, well, seen a lot hello tonight, again. folks. We're all going to come out in modern dress. They came out, oh, that, yeah, Perry loved this, Perry loved this, it pissed me off, because there was, remember, there was a soldier in the beginning, and he was old-timey guy from World War II or something, now the guy's in camera like he's gone to fucking Iraq, (laughs) and I'm like, ugh. I don't know, to me, it just has to be apparent enough that that is what they did, and to me, that worked, you know? Wow, these characters are still walking among us. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I mean. see them everywhere now. That's I mentioned this to you, but like I, I'm down with like bold, weird staging. Like yeah, if sure. It, even if it like even if it doesn't have like a, to me that doesn't it doesn't elucidate the the point of the show and the show itself. No, doesn't it either. almost made it like it added one last confusing thing because <laughs> I'm like, oh, the point is that it's always the is the point that it's always the same. Don't ask me. <laughs> I just like, I was like, oh, it's their, them, they're all modern. You thought that you were going to see people in the 1900s and they were going to be taking off their frocks and petticoats and having sex behind a curtain. Oh, but by the way, the but they were giving blue blow scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> and the nurse had blue scrubs at the end. That's like right. today's nurses. Today's nurses. Um, and yeah. Yeah, but we enjoyed it though. Yeah, it was an enjoyable. It was much, uh, you know, like I said, surprising, more surprising in evening than other shows that I've seen recently. Yeah, uh, and you know, I guess fresher to a certain extent because I didn't know it. And even like, even in terms of like my notes for the like theater, like like you said, usually I'm pretty much like great job everybody, but even like compared to you know. Uh, what's a good example? Like uh, Forum or um, maybe the Go-Go's or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it actually really sounded good. Yeah. Um, and everybody sounded great. And there was like, there was, there was besides the fact that the costumes didn't put me there and the, like the set didn't put me there, like um, there wasn't any part of it that I was like, oh, they really dropped the ball on this aspect. Yeah. Just thinking about how this was like more rock and sound than a rock musical. Yeah. Like that seems like a big failure to me. Yeah, on right. On the part of uh the um what is that show? 
Go Go's? Go Go's show sound designer. No offense. Yeah, no offense, but maybe a little bit of offense. And also, there may be a little bit of offense to the drummer. I think I can say it, but Perry can't. So, <laughs> I hate you, drummer boy. Don't come around my house. And Perry is leaking fresh air from the inside. That's right. So you know why? Why? Because my mouth is dry. Yeah, it's it's that time my mouth is dry. Yeah, my mouth is dry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one.